You can also download the SEN app, listen to us anywhere, anytime. If you missed the first hour of the show, check out the Crunch Time podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Remember, you can join the conversation throughout today's show. Call 1300 01 1170 or text us 0457 736 736 or grab us on Instagram and Twitter, DM us at SEN League. All right. Uh, we've been talking the first hour about the independent doctor. Um, we've heard Ricky Stewart's comments. All three of us are pretty much on the same page, aren't we? Uh, we think keep the independent doctor. Philby, are you? Yeah, mate, but they've got to be at the ground. Put him on the sideline. Yeah, and right. I want him as dodgy as, like, I want like <laughs> I want the dodgiest doctor we can find. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I guess the problem with the doctor, doctor thing shop. would be, uh, <laughs> do, would you then have a doctor in each town that you use? Or do you, is it, because I, I don't know who the guy in the bunker is at the moment, but is he employed by the NRL full time? Because as a doctor, you make so much coin. Surely you'd almost be taking a loss to be traveling around going to NRL games. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe it needs to be a doctor. At, they need a – each team needs to – well, that sounds dodgy in itself, doesn't it? Because you – but some, independently, someone needs to go to Townsville, find a doctor <laughs> who's not doing so great and needs the um, <laughs> needs the profile. <laughs> Are there any doctors out there that aren't doing too well? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, other talking points, should Dogs fans be worried after their lacklustre round one opening? Well, look, I am a Dogs fan and I am a little worried. However, it is, it's going to be a long season. Serraldo's only been there for one match. Uh, interesting talking point, and I haven't seen this written anywhere yet, but I was just thinking about it last night. You know those when you're trying to go to sleep and you think about random stuff? So Penrith have lost two assistant coaches. Yep. Mm. One to the Bulldogs. One to the Warriors. The Warriors coach is... Andrew, Andrew Webster. Webster. Andrew Webster. Not of Daily Telegraph fame. <laughs> this is Andrew Webster of uh, NRL coaching fame. He Has that affected the Panthers? Because he was attacking coach, wasn't he? And uh, Serraldo was defensive coach. Yeah. The, the Panthers' attack looked ordinary in both the St. Helens uh, Club, World Club Challenge and the Broncos game the other night. Is, is that also going to be a big uh, have a big effect on the Panther season as much as Geraldo? Well, everyone thought that when Trent Barrett left because he was their attacking coach. Um, he was their attacking coach uh, when he went to the Dogs. So everyone thought that their attack was going to suffer under him, yeah. the loss of him. I do think what – and I don't buy into this – I don't buy into the narrative that the Panthers are going to struggle this year with the players they've lost. You think I they'll be okay? It. No, I think they'll be okay. Top four? But, yeah, 100%. Yep. But uh, I've still got them in the grand final. Yeah. But I do think that they did, like, miss Appy in um, – Yeah. I thought that was really noticeable. Um, and I think it'll just take a while to adapt. Young Sonny Luke, when he came on, looked like yes. he could be the the answer there. They just waited so long to bring him on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I sort of said to someone yesterday that I reckon mid-season he'll be the starting hooker. I reckon okay. yeah. it'll, yeah. it'll switch around. Because Mitch Kenny, gun defender. Like, yeah. I think at the back end of last year, you remember, he would start and Coruscant had to come off the bench just to soften yeah. up period. Yeah. And it was mainly because of his defense. Like, he's a super, he's built low to the ground and his mm. defense is great. Attacking-wise, he doesn't have anything near what Coruscant has, but Sonny Luke does. Mm. Um, and they might switch that around, I reckon, towards the back. Who is the I new um, assistant coaches for Penrith? Do we know? <laughs> Good oh, question. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, no. on the Google. If anyone knows. I'll look up now. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot us a text. All right. we'll, we'll come back with that answer, Philpy. <laughs> uh, just on Coach Andrew Webster. So well, let's go back to Friday night. New Zealand Warriors defeat Newcastle Knights 20-12. to 12. 
the scoreline probably didn't completely reflect the game. It was a close game for, for a large part of it. Uh, that's Andrew Webster's uh, started his coaching tenure uh, with a win. Uh, Charles Nickel Clockstar, J.A., you spoke about him. He was the man of the match, ran for over 200 metres. Jeez, the Raiders could have used him over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, three tackle breaks, had that amazing try-saving tackle on Kalen Ponga. Uh, and Jackson Ford played his first game for the Warriors. He had a breakout game in the second row. He ran for over 150 metres, one line break, two offloads, which leads us to the obvious question. Uh, where do the Warriors land uh, in each of our respective ladders this season? They're in the second half for me, but they're not far off, I think. So like 10th to 12th uh, Probably, I reckon, about 11. 11. I mean, right in between. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Somewhere around there. I think at some point, and it might be the start of the season, and I'm not familiar with their draw, whether it's um, particularly hard. Are they at home again this week? Do they have to travel? Producer Tommy. <laughs> Roosters <laughs> next Saturday, 3 p.m. You wouldn't be confident about that one, would you, Tommy? No, no. 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 <laughs> Is that in New Zealand? No, at Allianz. Okay, so they're on the road again. And that, look, yeah. obviously, um, best case scenario, round one, don't have to go anywhere. They've been preparing all off-season for this mm. particular game, and they're at home, and that's fair enough. Yep. They haven't played many games at home. Yep. So it, that's as easy as it gets. But, you know, the commute for those blokes is insane, sure. isn't yeah. it? So the I, frequent flyers they'd have, they could fly business class <laughs> anywhere after a season of NRL. 100%. Yeah. I would um, – okay, Peter Wallace is the assistant coach at the Panthers. Okay. And Ben Gardner. I don't know who Ben Gardner is, but Peter ben, Wallace. Ben Gardner was the Māori All-Stars coach. Okay. The there you go. I yeah. like how you said Māori then as well. Māori. <laughs> I struggle with that accent. Uh, so for the Warriors, I've this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I've probably got them still fighting for the spoon. Really? The reason being, loved their squad on the weekend, loved the way they played, thought they attacked really well. I just think like a few sides in, in the comp, they're an injury or two away from complete disaster. Mm. Uh, I don't think they have the depth in their squad. I think that's probably been a result of a couple of years of no reserve grade football over there, yeah. it, right through to their, their junior systems and um, and their development programs over there. I, I think they can be top, top eight for the first maybe 10 matches of the season, but I think that'll fall away pretty quickly and they'll lose a bit of momentum and end up finishing pretty low on the ladder, maybe fighting with dragons and dolphins for that wooden spoon. Um, harsh, but that's just kind of where I've got them. Um, out of that, Philpy, the Knights, uh, they were okay. Ponga, I think the Ponga move was a success for that game at least. He looked dangerous, more dangerous towards the end than the start. Was he more dangerous than he looked at fullback? Oh, the, the, I, I, I would play Ponga at fullback every, every day of the week. I think he was top five fullback in the game. Five eighth, he might be top ten. Problem with um, Kalen last year at fullback as a Knights fan and watching every single second of every single game was there was uh, sets of six in big games where he wouldn't touch the ball. Now that that's not yeah. that wasn't, and a lot of the time people go, "Where is he? He's not touching the ball." Yeah, they have their plays where they go around sweep around the back, but we had Clune and Jake Clifford in the halves, and at other times we had different halves that mm. had overcall. We had Jaden Braley out for a significant time, so you had a lot of blokes out of position or not up to first grade standard, you know, who weren't going. Let's get Kalen the ball. Kalen needs the ball. We're attacking his set. Like there was a couple of times last year in games where we had repeat sets, and he still never touched the ball. Yeah. And, you know, if he goes in and tries to get the ball, then you're not in your position. Get back where you should be. Mm. I find this is going to be a, a, a much better position for him. Yes, he can play fullback unbelievably. But in this team, 
right? Queensland state of origin, 100%, right? He'll get yeah. the ball when he needs to. Yeah. But for the Knights, I think him getting the ball when he wants to get the ball, calling the ball, my ball now, second receiver or first receiver on the other side of the ruck, I think yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a good decision. Um, new signings for the Knights, uh, Adam Elliott and Jack Hetherington. Yep. Happy with their performances? Good additions? Yeah, I think so. And I think you, Adam Elliott's coming off a pretty significant injury. He had a pretty serious hip injury, I think, at the back end of last year. Is um, your mate Adam Elliott, isn't he? Yeah. You're, the, you're his chauffeur. Yeah, well, you know, it's, um, I did play a prank on him on the Matty John show. <laughs> and, um, every, that went well. It's, yeah. <laughs> well, it actually, yeah, From actually what you told went, me? went perfectly. But, <laughs> yeah, it was really good. You know, the thing is, um, that's... I get stopped in the street a lot from, and that's the number one question people want to go, "Hey, Adam Elliott, all right, mate? He, we're actually really good mates now. Like, um, nice. we go back that's and not forth. What you told me, no, <laughs> <laughs> we go back and forth on the banter, and um, nice. I, I, yeah, I'll, no, I won't say that. Um, but he, I bagged out maths the other day in an Instagram post, and he was like, "Yes, filthy, what a crap show." Um, <laughs> but he's the kind of bloke that I love being around our club because he's he's uh. He's not the, the larrikin he was, but he's, you know, he's in a committed relationship now. He seems yeah. like he's a bit more level-headed. He's a good team player. He started on the bench on um, Friday night, and he will he will come into the, our starting team. He's going to be good for us. Hetherington, a bit of mongrel. Unfortunately, yeah. we lost Frizzell early, which is not great. That was tough. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I thought, and you might have a better opinion on this, I, I thought the Kurtman at 13 was a failed experiment. Yeah. I think Adam Elliott is the perfect guy there. Yeah, even Tyson Gamble was great in the trial games. Yeah. And he offers a bit, you know, so for Adam exa- O'Brien loves Kurt, man. He does. He loves yeah. him. He's got photos yeah. of him, you know, maybe in a cubicle. Must. Who knows? Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe he held Adam's hair back one night. <laughs> Did you think that uh, Adam Elliott was missed in that Canberra's game? Yeah, 100%. And yeah. I always, I thought he was always going to be. As soon as he signed mm. with Newcastle, I thought, oh, yeah. God, that's another one that we've lost. But yeah. I don't know. He didn't, um, he probably never quite got going as well in Canberra as I thought he was going to. But I, I, I yeah, I thought he was missed. Just on the um, turning it back, because you go, oh, that's another one we lost. Um, on <laughs> When did you guys play? Saturday, yesterday? Yeah. yeah. So four of your starting front row were all from Newcastle. Yep. Yeah. Really? Well, of, of Ford Pack, yeah. So you got... Yeah. Tommy Starling, Joseph Tarpany, uh, Hudson Young, and, and Solo Pasami. Yeah, Pasami Solo. Solo. Yeah. Feeder oh, club, feeder club. I was just going to say, so on Kalen Ponga, oh, I agree with you, Missile, in terms of moving him from fullback and to six. And the big worry for me is, all right, he's going to have to make more tackles, which puts mm. concussion at a greater risk for him. Mm. He had to sit out the back end of last season because of concussion. Already went off on Friday night. Now he debates whether or not that was, you know, efficient or was it a right concussion. But just looking back on his stats, so. 2021, 2022 made four tackles per game. 2021, four tackles per game. 2020, two tackles per game. That's nice, isn't it? On, fr- on, <laughs> on Friday, in in only 68 minutes, so he didn't play the full match, so he probably would have got more. Yeah. Um, he made 11 tackles already. So yeah. he's going to be making more tackles. Tripled his average. He defended well. He, he actually defended yeah, really well. He defended well, but it's going to put him at a greater risk. But the other thing about that is the Warriors are not the most efficient attacking, attacking lineup. Whereas if you go up against... Penrith, Storm, Souths, Roosters, Ponga will be making 25-plus tackles. They'll they'll get at him a lot more efficiently than the Warriors did. Are we we worried about Ponga's future in the game? If this... If this experiment doesn't work right, then the Knights have just gone out and bought Lockie Miller, who I thought was awesome, actually. I think he's a really good player, a real goer. If the Ponga experiment doesn't work, you move Ponga back to fullback, Lockie Miller is suddenly out of the squad, he's out of the 17, and then you move Tyson Gamble into 5'8", it just, 
I, I see it as Adam O'Brien's last roll of the dice as head coach. But if, if this goes wrong, I, I feel for Lockie Miller as well. Yeah, all reports are that it wasn't even O'Brien's decision. It was Ponga. Ponga went and said, yeah. oh, I'm playing six. And yeah. Not only that, I like. Was it a failure on Friday night? No, he played well. He got concussed right when the game was in the balance, yeah. or allegedly concussed. Yeah. But it's the 68th minute or whatever. The game is 14-12. He's the guy that's going to win you the game, and he's not allowed back on the field until a minute to go. I think um, you'll find. I think it'll they'll persist with it. He played pretty well. He set up the first try. Um, should have scored another try. Was a great yeah, try saving tackle. Huge try saving um, tackle. I think that's a success straight up. All right, the other game on Friday night, Brisbane Broncos defeated the Penrith Panthers 13-12. This was a boil over. No one expected this. Uh, the Broncos claimed their first win in Penrith since 2009. Wow, that's a statistic. They handed the Panthers just their third loss at Bluebet Stadium since the start of 2020. Uh, Dolphins 2024 recruit Herbie Farnworth scored two tries, had one line break and ran for over 200 metres in the match. That's their first real... Um, Bit of a misleading start there. Their third loss at Bluebet since the start of 2020, though. The whole season was spent in Brisbane. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. Thanks, I keep, Tommy. I keep hearing that stat be thrown around, and I think, hang on good a point. second. Yeah. We There's a, a whole, whole season, season up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good point. Uh, what did you guys think of the match? Penrith fans have been filthy. That's two games in a row, right? That they've yeah. lost out in Penrith. Uh, yeah. Those pokey machines, like they were across the road, there would have been some seriously hard. <laughs> there would have been some people over there slapping them hard, just whacking the pokies. Because <laughs> they're not used to losing, you know? No, they're not. They're not. I, um, I thought this really showed just um, the class of Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, well, he's classy too. He yeah. is a classy guy. <laughs> Adam Reynolds just is how calm under pressure he is. Wasn't that, he good? Oh, that that kick, and then he just looked like it was nothing, didn't he? Just even just a comparison in that game between he and Cleary. He completely controlled that game. Yes. His yeah. kicking was perfect. Yeah. Uh, Cleary looked a bit panicky, a bit rushed at times. A couple of dodgy kicks. Got tackled with the ball towards the end of sets. Uh, and Jerome Luai had a pretty ordinary game by his standards. Looks like he's going to miss having Billy Armin Kikau outside in this they, season. They missed almost just the presence of Kikau mm. um, there. So I, I think it, they, they will adjust to that. I'm not writing the Panthers off um, just yet. Yeah, you've still got them in your top four. I've still got them in the top yeah. four, yeah. Yeah, and I uh, watched the Brisbane Cowboys trial match and – I was super impressed with both teams. I, instantly mm. after that match, I said, both of these teams make the eight easy. Yeah. Um, it, wa- it was a trial match, and you don't normally see high quality. And it was a Cowboys-Broncos, so there's a rivalry, so they always play the yeah. standard. But um, Brisbane, to me, looked really good. you got Carrigan Moser, the young kid who hasn't been seen yet, just yeah. for a trial. He's 18. He looked unbelievable in the trial game. I think by the back end of the year, he's off the bench instead of maybe Kevy's son. And, um, which is awkward. <laughs> um, you, you've also got Reese Walsh to come back into that team. Yes. yes. Their, yeah. their depth is crazy this year. As long as they don't. It's a gun squad, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think we sleep on it a bit sometimes because they dropped off so much at the back end of last season, but looking at the squad on paper, awesome squad. Yeah. And that's. Payne what... Haas was oh, back. Back and Castle better than Jr. ever. Yeah. Popo is an interesting one. He's a bit rocks of diamonds. I think he ran for over 200 meters, a couple of tackle breaks, a couple of line breaks, but then four drop balls. I never quite know what to make of him as a fullback. I think he could be a future star, but can he get those errors out of his game? Yeah, and he doesn't seem to do it too much on the wing, does he? Mm. Whereas, um, oh, look, yeah, again, it's not looking good for for Queensland and New South Wales. Like Queensland, have a look at those Cowboys players, Nanai, Cotter. Yeah. uh, And then you throw in Carrigan and these guys and then Ponga and Munster. Yeah. 
Well, if fullback doesn't work out for Selwyn Cobbo, he can always fall back on podcasting because he has got <laughs> quite the talent for podcasting. Can you get uh, a click? <laughs> we've, got, uh, we've got Sharky on the line. He wants to talk to us about Kalen Ponga uh, and his move to 5'8". G'day, Sharky. Hello. Jane, how are you, mate? Good, Sharky. Jane. How are you, mate? Yep. Good. How are you all going there, right? Good, mate. Good. Listen, just on, on um, Nail and Ponga, I've said it for years and I keep saying, never, not a 5'8", never will be. Now, he's made 11 tackles in 68 minutes, which means over the game he's probably going to make a max of 15. I'm sorry, 5'8s make 20 to 30 tackles a game. That's their job, right? If he's, if he's only making that many, that means someone else is covering for him. That's not good. Because it affects your defensive structure. Yeah, I've got no problem about him, O'Brien. He's probably a top bloke, but he's clearly one of these blokes. He's a great assistant, but can't be a head coach. Yeah, they should get Shane Farringham in there and do it now. Yeah, I don't mind that. You know, the, on the tackling thing. I mean, if no one runs at you, then you can't make the tackles, right? So. I'm not sure if he, what he want him to do, run across the other side of the field and make a tackle just so he gets his tackle numbers up. Um, yeah, sure. Every single 5'8 has, has a back rower or a second rower who, who protects Who them. was it on his side? Was it Fitzgibbon? Yes. Okay. Can you pull up the stats, Tommy, and tell us how many uh, tackles Fitzgibbon made? And what did, what did you make of uh, Lockie Miller at fullback, Sharky? I mean, he's always, I'm, I'm still going to be lost him. He's always going to be a good football. He's got that energy. He's like a little bouncing... Ball in the machine, <laughs> mm. you know what I mean. But and, it's, and, and, and I don't know. Newcastle got themselves stuck in a sticky situation because basically they got no choice but to keep Ponga at five eight because you can't sign a bloke from another club yeah. and then in six weeks' time when he's performing well and go, oh sorry, bug, we got to put this bloke back to fullback. You can rack off. Yeah, that creates a bad culture in your club. Yeah. Sharky, so you're saying on Friday night, Kalen Ponga had a bad game? Wasn't his best game. But I will say this, I will say this, the independent doctor's decision was probably the worst sign of non-concussion I've ever seen in my life. He wasn't concussed. That was clear to see. I've been around a lot of footy with me gets and stuff, players down here. I've seen players concussed. He wasn't concussed. Nowhere near it. Yeah. Nowhere yeah. near it. Yeah. But, Sharky, do you think, like, you know what I mean? when yeah. the doctors are looking at that, though, they're looking at, um, you know, the the risk of injury to the brain, so that can be 24 hours Jaleesa, later. Jaleesa, yes. the only reason it was pulled up is because he's done a bit of play acting to hopefully get a penalty. Well, that's, that's yeah, he his problem, isn't he, it? He didn't rise straight away. Sharky. Problem, he didn't rise straight away. Sharky, you know, you, you just mentioned your footy expertise from back in the day. Um, when blokes will get concussed, there's certain questions that the trainer would ask them, you know, like, because these days, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, I feel like these days, you know, if they're asking questions, they might be asking too hard a questions. Like, let's remember that they're footballers. They're not all that smart, most of them. No. So, like, imagine they're like, you know, what's 42 divided by three minus the subtraction of this? Yeah. And they're like, I've got no idea, well, mate. If they said to me, what's your home address? I don't know. I put in Google. Like, <laughs> Google gets me there. Yeah, that's right. Well, look, if you don't know your birth date, you're gone. <laughs> I lie so much about it, I don't know it. I don't even know what it is anymore. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Sharky. Uh, there he is, the great Sharky on Kalen Ponga. Uh, let's take a break. Coming up, we'll preview today's games.